Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Thriving Mosaic. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And today I'm going to answer a question that I actually, um, I think my husband thinks about a lot, but I don't really, it, it really, it never crosses my mind, like ever. <laughs> so um, when Cliff does his next level workshops, he talks a lot about the beginning of this business. And all of that would be from his perspective, what it was like to work constantly and to, you know, wonder how he was going to provide. And, you know, he has this long list. And, you know, if you're listening to this now, I'm sure you can tell I don't sit in on that session. I'm just kind of like guessing what he says. Um, but in in the preparation for these next level workshops and and this material, it's got his mind thinking what was 2008 like from my perspective? And I can tell you, again, listen, I never think about 2008, ever, whether that's because I'm blocking a dramatic event from my mind or because I was so busy, I have no memory of it. Um, I, I don't know. But I never sit down and think, hmm, what was that like for me? Because it's gone and it's past and I don't need to think about it right now or ever. Well, right now I do because I'm going to tell you guys a little bit of what I can vaguely remember of what 2008 was like for me. And so I'm going to tell you Cliff, Cliff did the, the question prompts for this. So I'm reading right off of, I'm reading right off of a, of a prompter because really... I don't have thoughts about 2008, but I'm going to answer his questions that that he's come up with. Um, how did you feel about zero income for nine months? So let me explain that before he left insurance, we were already living um, from a, a month ahead. So he would keep all of his paychecks from, we'll use um, December because he left in December and we started in January. So he would use, save all of his checks from the month of, of December. And then that would be our income that we would spend um, on our January budget. And that's how we had been living for years. And it worked for us. It really did. So in January of 2008, we lived off of his salary from December of 2007, his last month in insurance. So January wasn't a problem. Well, we had that figured out that in February, no. In February, we we lived off of the Christmas bonus that he received from his last um, year in, in insurance. And in March, we had it planned out to live off of our um, income tax return. And that was, I, I got it. I, I do know that that's three months. I, I know that all by myself. So that covered the first three months. But then going into April, we had no idea how we were going to make money, how um, we were going to pay our bills or feed our kids or any of that. So going from what was a considerably very, very cushy income to zero income was very difficult. Very difficult. And had a huge learning curve in how to say no 
all the time. And it wasn't just no to the kids and it wasn't just no to myself. Sometimes it was no to Cliff who, you know, seemingly lives in his own little world down here. He's down here in his bubble. And it was a different down here at the time, but it was still down here. And that that's how we refer to Cliff's office because we keep him in the basement down there. He just go down there and stew and, you know, nobody needs to know he's there until he, you know, needs to come up and make himself known. And, um, and so, so the, it was a big learning curve in going from having a very nice income to having zero income at all. And just the things that we had to change or um, I'll use the word sacrifice to, to build and to make, to make this um, work. I knew from the moment I told him to quit his job that it was the right decision. And I knew that whatever we had to do to support that what okay within reason um whatever we had to do to support that um was what we were going to do so there there were no candy bars you know in the checkout there was i remember walking past um a huge box of matchbox cars in the middle of the aisle at Kroger and the team the the manager of the store and the um and his team were standing around the box having a meeting, actually talking about how that box was there to, you know, as kids who are, you know, throwing tantrums at the at the end because you start over at the produce and you go all the way through the store like a little maze rat that you are until you get over to the dairy. And then right after you leave the dairy, you get the, um, you know, that's where the box of matchbox cars um what was sitting and he talked about you know how it's there for all of the kids who are throwing tantrums because at that point their mom will give them anything and like clearly you don't know anything about moms because if my kid's throwing a tantrum i'm leaving my whole cart of groceries sitting here and i'm leaving like you don't know anything um but uh, so there were no matchbox cars there were no little you know all of those little things that they put in the checkout to entice you to grab like on your way out um None of that, none of that's coming. You know, we had at that point in time already um, established our weekly eat out night. Well, we didn't have any more weekly eat out nights. We we were eating in and we weren't eating good. <laughs> so um, th- there was there was a lot of <laughs> there was a lot of hamburger helper, which I despise because I actually had to eat some of that growing up and I was very, very hurt in the heart to have to feed that to my kids um and let me tell you it wasn't because it's nasty because there are some flavors that I still think I would like today but um we ate it so frequently as kids that I just said I would never feed that to my kids hands down I've been a parent for 18 years and my kids have never eaten bologna ever and that is simply because I couldn't stand it anymore. I can't, I can't take it. So anyway, um, they, they might try it one day and absolutely love it, but I, I couldn't handle it anymore, so I never fed it to them. Um, a lot of things had to change. A lot of things had to change in our spending to, to go from having money and not that we had money but we we had you know we had some spare change to to not even having an income there there was no spare change we done cashed in the cash jar you know there there was nothing none left and um that was that was a big change it was 
His next thing, how much t- <laughs> how much time did you spend with Cliff? Well, let me tell you, we weren't spending much time with Cliff before he started this business because then he was working insurance and doing podcasting. And so, I mean, he was already working around the clock. From from the growing up that I had, I my dad worked a lot. And so it wasn't all of that mind changing for me for the dad in my situation to not be around all the time. I mean, it wasn't... That wasn't really breaking anything for me because it's not something that I was used to anyway. I was I grew up with dad being at work and, you know, he if he wasn't working, he was doing a side job to make more money and, you know, um he was always busy providing. And so when Cliff was always busy providing, it wasn't it wasn't that much of a stretch for me. That that wasn't out of the norm for me. Sometimes I wish he would work more now. I'm like, you spend way too much time up here. You're really starting to grate on my nerves. I love this man dearly, but let me tell you, he is an intense personality. And if you followed him for any amount of time, you know that. And there are some times when I'll be like, okay, I've had my fill. Can you go share with the rest of the world now? Because I'm full. Trust me. I'm full. I got it. I get it. He was, (laughs) all right, brief, brief, um, distraction into our marriage he tells me the other day i'm gonna go for a walk and i'm gonna do this facebook live and it's gonna be about this and like 10 minutes later he's still telling me what it's gonna be about i said are you just gonna give it to a one person audience me or are you gonna go out and like share it with the rest of the world because i've heard it before i know this is where it's going you know i know where this is going and so you're kind of like not hitting your target audience here but if you need to keep talking, go right ahead. If not, I'm reading a book, so it's time for you to go. <laughs> um, and, I, and I say all of that jokingly. I think that most of the time he knows I'm poking fun at him. But, um, but I was just like, dude, go on. Go, go, share, go share your message with the world. I got it. I, I got it this time. Um, so, yeah, sometimes I wish he'd work a little more now. He's got all of this margin. I'm like, can we do something with that margin? Because... It's too wide. Uh, <laughs> what was it like being a single mom? That that's the same. That's the same as how much time did you spend with Cliff? Um, we spent no time with Cliff. I mean, I think he might have shown up for like ten minutes to swallow dinner. You know, the hamburger helper that I prepared, and and he was back at work. And um, and so what was it like? It was exhausting, like it is for any single mom. Only I wasn't a single mom. I was actually married to the man in the basement. Uh, and it was just, it wasn't that I looked at it as any, now I'm sure that I had my moments where I was like, oh my God, I'm so exhausted. And could he please like, you know, lift a pinky finger or something to show that he's in this with me. But it wasn't, I was willing to do anything that I had to do to make it work. And if that meant that I loved as a single mom for, you know, 16 to 18 months, which is about what it was, then that's, that's what had to be done. And it wasn't, it wasn't all of that a stretch. It wasn't all that much of a stretch for me because being a mom is something that I love anyway. It is. I mean, that, and that that's for a whole nother show because there are things that I do not do for my kids um, intentionally as they have reached age appropriate ages because I want them to learn to do those things on their own. I'll tell you, 
Side note, I have three teenagers and I don't wash any of their laundry. They've been responsible for washing their own laundry since they were old enough to learn how to work the the washing machine. And I have a 16-year-old son who washes his own laundry. Sometimes it's one shirt at a time as needed, but hey, he's doing it himself. I'm not going to complain. Um, so there are things that I don't do for my kids, but I love being a mom. And so that was not a stretch for me. That was not a stretch for me. I will tell you that there were many tears shed um, doing our monthly accounting. It was either Cliff was in tears or I was in tears, but we were never in tears at the same time, mostly because when he was in tears, it's because I punched him in the nose. But (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I like making him laugh, and I'm doing that a lot in this episode. Um, Monthly accounting was hard because you had these expenses that had to get done, and And understanding that the business expenses had to be paid before the personal expenses. And then you're looking at the personal expenses going, this is a funny joke because either, you know, there's no money there to cover it or it's really ridiculous that this family of five is living on this amount of money. And um, but we made it we made it work. We made it work. We made the sacrifices. We lived through the challenges. And was it worth it? Hell, yes, it was worth it. Every ounce, every ounce of it is working, was worth it. Um, We worked and worked and then we worked some more. And it was so, so worth it because as my, one of my favorite, least favorite people in the world, Dave Ramsey says, sometimes you have to live like no one else so that later in life you can live like no one else. And let me tell you, being on the second side of that live like no one else is one of the best freaking places to be. The best freaking places to be. Your dream is worth it. You are worth it. If you want it, fight for it. Do whatever you have to do to make it happen. Guys, thank you so much. Um, If you're interested in Free the Dream, please go to freethedream.live. Find out everything you can. I am so excited to be sharing this message with you guys. Um, Really, really exciting stuff leading up to this and huge. Freethedream.live. Thank you guys for joining me for another episode. Until next time, live your life on purpose.